Welcome to the Sarah and George Choi Property Podcast, the show that helps you to become financially free through property so you can spend time with your family, traveling and pursuing your passions. And today I'm here with Kingsley Hughes from Designscape Consultancy. So we wanted to tackle a question. So I, I see a lot of new people to property, property investing, who want to do a commercial conversion, got no experience whatsoever. What would you say are the top three issues that you see? What are the biggest mistakes they make? Well, in a nutshell, the biggest three to my mind are not being fully aware of the planning system mm-hmm. and PD rights. Um, secondly, underestimating time, yeah, because things can take a lot longer than most people realise. And thirdly, underestimating build cost. Right. So those three are, can be killers and can wipe out your margin if you're yeah. not very careful. Just to let you know that in March, we're rolling out some free training, the Stealth Millionaire Bootcamp. And at the end of the free training, we will open the doors to the Stealth Millionaire program. And if, I know many of you have been waiting to get onto that wait list. So if you click the link in the description, you'll get that free training. And uh, we hope to see you soon. So do it now. Can you give us an example then of not being, one that you've seen where someone's not been aware of planning and PD? Um, yeah, I mean, some people might be too optimistic. I've seen schemes. Um, you have to be very careful of vendors getting an architect or a draftsman to sketch up a scheme. Right. Because often it's pie in the sky. Mm. unrealistic yeah so i have had to tell clients that don't touch that with a barge pole yeah uh, for a particular sum of money mm. obviously you can drive a lower bargain and get a deal if you want to uh but not being seduced mm. by a drawing which is unrealistic in other words yeah um the converse of that is not being aware of the potential of a building mm-hmm. so obviously i'm you know more fully versed in planning yep. and all the pd rights so i can see things that maybe other people can't see mm-hmm. so and that gives you the ability to offer full asking price for building sometimes yeah. for a site Mm. or even slightly over. If you want to secure it and blow out the rest of the market, Mm. it gives you an advantage, competitive advantage over other people. Definitely. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing about the planning. Um, So so really, and the other thing, of course, is the time, because the time is very much related to the planning. Definitely. People underestimate the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly, you know, I, I work with a number of developers, and what I've seen them tend to do is get something that already has planning permission, because then you've taken all the risk out. And surprisingly, They find them on right move. This is <laughs> quite often. Um, and then they usually um, try to enhance that scheme then yes. to find a way of, you know, it's, okay, it's got planning for this, but I think I could add on like three more houses or extend it and put on a few more flats yeah. or something yeah. like that yeah. or go into the loft and then they can make more more money out of that mm-hmm. development. Yeah, um, that's something I see quite a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, so what about the time? Can you give me an example of, of time, what people typically think um, a build will take and give us an example of how big that is and what you know what's what's uh, the reality yeah well going back obviously there's a planning planning time as well mm-hmm. uh, not to underestimate that yeah. um not to underestimate um, how negative plans can be mm-hmm. um how um unmotivated they can be that, that being <laughs> planners watching yeah. you know, i've worked yeah. cl- very closely with planners all my life yeah. actually within planning departments in, in local authorities and writing reports for them so i'm very very fond and close to the planning profession yeah uh but they're not always that motivated for example just this morning uh, up in harrow in london uh there's a planner that was away uh, on leave Mm-hmm. And um, I just spoke to one of their colleagues this morning, said, what's going on? This is late, this yeah. planning application. And they said, oh, they're now on extended leave. Oh. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like they've got, you know, yeah. they could have you know, personal issues in their sure. life mm. or, you know, illness, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, but um, one of the problems is once something's allocated, the other colleagues are so busy, mm. they might be juggling 30 or 40 cases of their own. Right. That they often don't step up to the plate and yeah. take over that other person's yeah. caseload. Uh, that, that's quite common. Mm. Um, so, I mean, obviously that leads to delays. 
yeah. that can easily delay things two or three months, you know, over beyond the two or three months it should have taken. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, things have to go to committee very often. So that could mean it slipped another month yeah. to, to get the next available committee date. Um, there's obviously the chance that it could be refused. Yeah. If you're not careful, so you need to do a resubmission, <laughs> like tweak the scheme, get it back in for mm -hmm. resubmission. Um, and also, if you go to appeal, mm -hmm. uh, one thing we're finding is, unfortunately, the government's inspectorate um, has been probably more badly hit by COVID than the mm -hmm. local authorities yeah. have. So appeals, which should have taken five or six months, can often take eight months these yeah. days. And this all has massive implications. It has implications if you're carrying finance. Mm, it has implications if you're taking out an option agreement that's yep. about to time out. Yep. So your option agreement could actually expire. Mm. And if the vendor or the existing owner um, is not minded to extend that option agreement, mm. obviously it can expire and leave you high and dry. Yeah. There's no legal yeah. position, no legal protection. Definitely. So yeah, timing is a big issue. Yeah. And if I can add to that, just expanding past planning, you know, certainly what I see with, you know, developers out there is that things will always take longer than, than you think. Yeah. That even if you think it's only going to take nine months, it's better to assume it's going to take two years. Absolutely. That's my experience. And that's what, that's what I see time and time again, two yeah. years. Because um, you can get delays everywhere. You can get delays, you know, in, in the planning process. Yeah. You can get delays in applying for finance. Yeah. You get delays from your builders. Or maybe your builder goes bust or yes. something like that. Yeah. Some, you know, one of the main contractors lets you down. And all of these things just knock on one, one in front of mm. the other. And before mm. you know it, your nine-month build is now two years. And that seems to happen quite regularly out there. So if you if you know if you are bridging, um, you need to be aware that you're paying that finance charge the whole time. Mm. So you need to put that into your calculations. Yeah, absolutely. So be very aware of that. Yeah, yeah, you need to protect your interest. Exactly. You your own bottom line. Exactly. Um, and like I say, on the build, um, it's almost like contingency, really. Yes. Whereas you need a financial contingency, it's also good to have a float, some time contingency. Yes. And create you know, quite a thorough Gantt chart yeah. um, for the build. Yeah, uh, that's got some float in there. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, but the critical path is not that critical. Yeah, you've got yeah. like six, like two or three months up your sleeve. Right. Uh, it's not easy. Um, and you know, building at the moment is very, very difficult mm. um, because there's not that many contractors who are hungry for work. Yeah, we're finding that build cost um, you know, on the financial side, build cost has shot up. You know, dreadfully oh, yes, because the last two and a half years, yeah, we are riding a you know, very serious inflationary wave, mm. really. Yeah, uh, in the building industry, you know, so in, in, uh, the inflation is much higher yeah. than normal high street inflation, mm. um, and you know the availability of materials oh, yes. could be hard. If you get the insulations from, say, Austria, or the windows from Austria or Germany, um, the uh, I say the supply of those fittings, yes. and the lead times of fittings and mm. trade. Yeah. and various materials and products yes. is, is probably the worst it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, and certainly build cost is, is very, very high at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's your third point, isn't it? Costs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, we were speaking to um, um, a, a developer um, only at the weekend, and he was talking about how much just even insulation has gone up. Mm -hmm. um, so it's so much um, that people don't realise now how much a build is going to cost. It's always yeah, yeah. it's going to go over their budget. You know? Well, insulation is a very good point, actually. Mm. It's good that you've touched on that because that's an example that I always use. Because uh, part of the cost of being driven by building regulations, mm. especially the part L thermals, yeah. uh, insulation, etc. So it comes back to what you were saying. Yeah. So you've got not only the fact that the actual product is going up in price. Yes. You've got the fact the building base is getting so strict mm. that the thickness of that insulation yeah, it's getting uh, is getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So a piece of insulation that would have cost you say twenty five pounds per sheet. A few years ago, you're now looking at £65 a sheet because mm, yeah. it's thicker and the actual product itself is more expensive, you know, per yeah. kilo or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy to build.
And the, the other the other thing I'd, I'd say that I, I also observe in some of these um, new investors that want to do commercial conversion and have no experience is they quite often find some large property up north mm-hmm. and they think, oh, that's cheap. Yeah, I could I could convert that and make a killing. But what they don't realize is that the GDV, you know, the value of those properties yeah. is not that high. Yeah. So by the time you put the build cost in, it actually costs you more to develop yes. it yeah. than it will just to buy one already done yeah, up. Absolutely. It's, it's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. We had a case like that um, just yesterday, in fact, right. where a client was looking at a site uh, and it was in Clacton. So it's still okay. in the southeast. All right. And we knew that, uh, you know, without disparaging anybody or anything, uh, we knew that Clacton was relatively socioeconomically depressed compared to much of the southeast. Yeah. Uh, but that's reflected in the values because during the, the meeting, we did check the values prevailing mm. per square foot property values in the area. Right. Um, using one of the leading online providers, <laughs> should we say. Um, and um, it was horrendously low. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't expecting it to be high, but it was much lower than I was expecting in Clacton-on-Sea. Right. Uh, almost like you know, the Midlands or the North, or worse wow. than many wow. places in the North. Uh, like you say, the, um, the GDV, the value per square foot, can actually be lower mm. than the build cost. Yeah. So we've got, we know clients who basically, they have a, a two-part uh, strategy. So they'll develop in the Southeast, actually build things out, extend things, add extra stories, et cetera. Right. Uh, whereas in the North... It's purely an investment, get in there, mm. um, sort of do it up as cheaply as possible, new yeah. decor, new services if necessary, yeah. and just hold and rent. Yes. So it's a completely different strategy up mm. north compared to in the same east, particularly yeah. in London. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, if you've got a question for Kingsley, just drop it in the comments, and we'll see you for another video next week. Awesome. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.